0: and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Jelanić.
1: Welcome to The Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, I've got a very fun show for you. We're going to be talking all about the unexpected orgasms where you might find them, where you might be able to have them. Not all of them are locations on the body. So there might be other stuff that we're talking about as well. So that's going to be delightful and insightful as usual. And what else am I going to talk about tonight? Well, not only we're we going to talk about where these orgasms might be on your body or in the world, I'll give you a little, some little tips and tools on how to stimulate them. Keep in mind that everybody is different, right? So that's really key to everything is a communication and know that everybody is different. So if everybody is different, not every technique is going to work on every body. So last week, we talked about the full body orgasm giving you the five keys to full body orgasm. And if you didn't listen to that episode, go back, find it, listen to it, play with it, utilize those tools to have a much more deliciously inviting sex life and more pleasure and all the rest, full body orgasms. Now, some of the tips that I'm gonna be sharing tonight are actually tips you can use towards the full body orgasm experience. These are more practical, pragmatic tips Things like how to stimulate a prostate, stuff like that. So we will have some fun on that end. And on that end, as in, you know, the back end, but also on that area, we're going to just have a little bit more tips and tools on that there are also a lot of different ways that people have described orgasms in the world. Now we have things like people talk about eargasms and nosegasms and you name it. Any organ of your body could have a gasm. You could probably have a liver gasm if you wanted to as well. So there are all of those. And in terms of orgasms i want to remind you we're talking about the rising energy that building the the pleasure the you're having your body feel more and more intense desire this is not necessarily where we're talking about climax which is that you know maybe 30 seconds maybe to 1 minute of having your body do contractions now you may have repeated retraction um, contractions that follow that as your body like kind of like relives the orgasmic energy. Now that's very possible too. And uh, I know that for me, I think the very first time, uh, the very first kiss I ever had, and I was, I don't know, 15, my body could remember that uh, for years. I actually, my body had memories of that sensation and would have like spontaneous climaxes just based on that, which was really cool. I have to say it was really cool thing to be able to do. I could feel the rising energy of the orgasmic energy. And then I could also feel the climax energy of contraction that would occur with that too. So even though that might've been like six months to a year after the fact of the kiss, my body could still tap into that And I bet there are those of you out there, too, who have the capacity to tap into really great experiences, really sensual experiences, orgasmic experiences. And your body has a trigger that remembers that and actually invites that so that you have it again and again and again and again and again. again. So, yeah, I'm sure there's more than me on the planet that has that And I also know that there are a lot of uh, people who have kind of unconscious orgasms or maybe orgasms during sleep. So sleep would be one of those places, which is an unexpected way or place to have an orgasm would actually be when you're full on fully asleep. Now, there are some people who thought that they have conditions and they kind of judged it as, oh, I have orgasms when I sleep. And they've, they've gone to sleep clinics to find out what's wrong with them instead of like thoroughly enjoying the fact that they can have climactic, orgasmic energy while they're unconscious. Uh, one of the people that I uh, did read about, now this was years ago, so I can't really direct you to a study because I don't remember where I read it, that, uh, and that there was, I believe I watched a, maybe it, there was even a documentary about this. Because I love documentaries. And this documentary may have actually been about this woman because I vaguely remember seeing a visual on this that she had uh, orgasms during the night. And one of the issues for her was that she had a lot of unconscious sex with people. So she would be asleep. And she would just roll over and start having sex with people or walk down the hall of where she lived and start to have sex with people. So like in university or college or something, she was just walking in having sex with random people not even knowing it because she was fully unconscious so you can you could have unconscious orgasms you could have unconscious climaxes and unconscious sex like fully unconscious and asleep like sleepwalking sleep sexing it's possible so what I do know is so we have that level where it could be fully asleep and you don't even know what's going on. And then we also have so many other things going on as well. So if you think about bodies in terms of, they have so many different sensory areas and sensual areas, and there are so many different ways of feeling your body experience say for example your body might experience fear or heat or cold there are a lot of different sensations our bodies can can experience and one of the reasons why we have this is because we have you know we have a brain that actually picks up this information and then our bodies respond to this so one of the very first published scientific papers on the autonomous sensory meridian response, also called the ASMR it was by somebody called Barrett and Davis. And they found that, uh, orgasms like orgasms from eating or, uh, in general, quite a few different kinds of orgasms that are not related to direct stimulation have to do with a neurological experience that just basically leads us to have pleasant tingling sensations that, spread throughout the body. So a lot of people actually feel quite relaxed and euphoric when that ASMR, the autonomous sensory meridian response gets triggered. Sometimes they have it being triggered by thoughts or different audio or visual stimuli. So for me, when I was, you know, in my, you know, teens, like 15, 16, and I'm having memories of this, person kissing me, I was actually having what would be called an autonomous sensory meridian response. So my body was responding to this stimuli, which was a thought. And so some people also have orgasms from smells. And I happen to be one of them. But I think I happen to have orgasms from many things, orgasmic energy that does lead to climax. So one of the things that uh, can really have my body turn on is I love the smell of pheromones in a body. So not all pheromones, certain people's pheromones are much more attractive than others. So the smell of, of like armpits is amazing to me. And it can actually lead to having orgasmic uh, buildup and climax energy. When I first started dating my husband, my lover, husband, I like lived in his armpits. Lived thought there's nothing better in the world than living in his armpits, and to the point where he uh, so he was working away from the area. He was gone for a couple of weeks, and he knew that I had this love of his armpits. So he left me a T-shirt that he extra smelled up with his sweat, and. I could literally smell it and my body would go into an orgasmic response and it would have a memory response as well. Like everything in my body would have uh, a memory or a thought about him. It would trigger the, my body's response in It was amazing in an orgasmic way. So all the sensations right from triggering from my brain all the way through my body, because the truth is orgasms start in our brain. You could say, yes, we have 8,000 nerve endings in our clitoris and men have many thousands of nerve endings in their penis and we have nerve endings in the perineum. But our very most probably unexpected orgasmic area is our brain. It's the most orgasmic area of the body because all orgasms start in the brain. If you need proof of that, there, there there have been actually many studies done on brains that you can look up. Um, If I have time during break and you would like evidence of those, I can find those for you. Uh, It is fascinating to me though, that no matter what, no matter what your body is like or what shape your body is in, if your body has a brain, chances are you can have an orgasm. Chances are you can actually have a climax. Even if your body has had damage or trauma, Uh, and you've been able to resolve the emotional trauma or the physical trauma in some way, even if the physical trauma is still present, you might actually notice that you can use your brain to have an orgasm. Pretty brilliant, isn't it? Our, Our bodies are so genius that they are created in a way that We cannot deny that we are born for pleasure. We can't deny it. If our brains can create orgasmic energy, I don't know who can actually deny that. If our brains can do that, if our brains can trigger orgasmic response and trigger climax, I don't know uh, how we could even remotely deny that we are born for pleasure. We are born for pleasure, people, and we just need to be able to find out ways and things that work for us. So like I mentioned to you earlier, really different things will trigger these different responses in bodies. So think about this for you, because maybe, maybe your body has an aversion to certain smells. And maybe your body has a desire to smell certain smells. And they're not going to be the same across the board, even though a lot of studies on things like aphrodisiacs would say that men like the smell of cinnamon and women like the smell of vanilla. That's not always true. And so again, it's very individual. There are generalizations going on out there in the world. The generalization that I can give you today that is scientifically backed is that orgasms all start in our brain. Well, how do we know that? Our nervous system is our brain is part of it. And all the trigger responses go back up our spine into our brain, send those, those little signals back down. So those 8,000 nerve endings in your clitoris, even my girlfriends out there are connected to your brain. Guys, your penis is actually connected to your brain. Your prostate is, your G-spot is, all of those places in your body are having a or having a connection to your brain because your brain is picking up pleasure and there's a pleasure center in your brain and it's actually telling you to have pleasure it's genius so rub it the right way pleasure rub it the wrong rub it away that doesn't work for you you may get agitated or angry or frustrated so orgasms in our brain isn't it great Just think yourself into pleasure. Just think yourself into orgasm because the truth is you can. There was an amazing woman out of New York whose brain was studied in an MRI machine. It was an MRI or anyway, they were doing a brain scan on her and they watched uh, her brain and the pleasure centers of her brain light up. As she was just thinking orgasmic thoughts, no stimulation, no physical rubbing, nothing like that in her brain a hundred percent showed that she can orgasm in her mind and I uh, wish I remember her name. there was a documentary with her in it for sure, but I watched that like six or seven years ago. So maybe even if you are interested in that, uh, Google search that woman who gets... Uh, woman who does a documentary about brain orgasms, uh, orgasms in your brain, I'm sure she'll be up there. And what I love about that is that that includes every single person on the planet. There is no, you can have your prostate rubbed. And but I don't have a prostate. So I'm missing out on that. Or you can have your G spot rubbed, but oh my god, I'm missing out on that because I don't have a vagina. So you could feel left out. But the thing is, is you have a brain. Now, how many brain cells you have is another story, but you have a brain and you have a pleasure center. Chances are pretty high that you have a pleasure center. If you're functioning on this planet, um, there may be people who are missing pleasure centers. So I did not research that. I would say the majority of people would have one. There may be the odd person who's had some kind of, uh, removal of their pleasure center or maybe trauma to the, some head trauma that results in like no pleasure in their brain. Anyway, there may be some odd circumstances where that's not true, but I would say that it's very rare. So this, my friends, our brains are going to be our most unexpected orgasmic area of the body. All right. So that is what we're going to start with. So I want to just remind you guys, you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial.
0: Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Jelanić where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich, you you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time with sensual movement artist Milica Jelanić. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to Info at Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the pleasure zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. So, what we've been talking tonight about tonight is actually orgasms and the unexpected orgasms. So There was uh, somebody by the name of uh, Kumusarik who did some experiments that have shown that both men and women that are approaching orgasm have some serious events that occur in the brain. And it's actually not surprising that um, when stimulation occurs, it can lead to different activation in different brain regions known to be involved in processing um, our sense of touch. So that is just a little bit of stuff uh, as I was talking about before the break to share with you about brains and orgasms. And there's been many, many studies. People are fascinated by how we can have, uh, you know, have orgasms, uh, whether you're asleep, whether you are awake, these unexpected orgasms are fascinating. And our brains are just magical, magical things that are absolutely contributors to orgasms and climaxes so yay smart bodies so what we need to know is one thing is that our bodies are from our heads to our toes are orgasmic do, 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 do. surprise and no you were like no just my clitoris is very orgasmic no Just my G-spot is the most orgasmic, or my prostate really likes this, or if you rub the frenulum of the penis shaft, it's really fantastic and I love it, or if you just lick my testicles, I'll really love it. So maybe, maybe that's true, scrotum, uh, whatever. You could be having so much fun with genitals, absolutely, and guess what? There are orgasms to be had everywhere. Like I mentioned, I am one of those people who really enjoys smells, and I can actually induce, uh, we'll say climax in my body through certain smells. I say that I can do it because I am aware of it, and I say that I can do it because it doesn't come as a shock to me, and I choose it. So if I said that you know, it's possible to do it. Maybe I've never tried it. I know I've tried it. I know it's possible. I know not only is it possible, it's, and it can be inevitable, because your body has senses, has sensory systems, and the sense that you enjoy will trigger pleasure responses in your body. So sniff your way to some orgasmic energy, I dare you. So if you have not yet, tried this, if you've not like, if, if, for, okay, so I, I just had this image in my head and I want to share it with you. Cause I went on a pause and I thought, okay, if I actually tell you what I'm thinking, you're all going to go, it's that's gross, but okay, here's my thought. I'm going to share it. And by all means shower first, if you feel uncomfortable. Because, you know, if a shower makes you feel better, go for it. Although sometimes our own uh, smells will be helpful. So here's the thought. I went on a sidetrack. Sorry. Back to the story. I dare you to sniff the places that you think are gross. So if you think bums are gross, sniff it. If you think an armpit is gross, sniff it. I dare you to sniff the parts that are gross because they actually are usually the parts that have the most pheromones. Now, if you do think bums are gross, I was going to say, ask, your, you know, go have a shower first, ask your lover to have a shower first, make it sexy, have a sh- shower with them, wash them up till you feel satisfied, give them a real great scrub down on the bum hole and have fun with that, turn it into some sexy play for all I care. And then not only that, like you could really get into this, you could, ha- you could start engaging in the play in the shower too. So. Get into the mode of the things that you think are probably gross, are probably the places that have the most pheromones, right? So a lot of people won't sniff an armpit, but I dare you to. A lot of people won't sniff a bum, but I dare you to. And I also dare you to sniff the crotch and also uh, whether you're sniffing female genitals or male genitals or, or hermaphroditic genitals or any kind of genitals, whatever it is, sniff them sniff them because there are pheromones there my friends and they're delightful even that little space that's like kind of on the side between your thigh and in your genitals that's just there it's kind of like this this kind of ignored spot it doesn't only part that really touches it is maybe your underwear elastic and that little spot It actually has a lot of pheromones too. It's building up sweat. It's kind of in between, you know, it's in between your genitals and your leg. And there's usually somewhat of a crease there for most people. Me with my very uh, voluptuous vulva have more more of a crease. So there's actually like a, a scent buildup that occurs. Now, if this grosses you out, try it on yourself first. Do the put your own hand there if you can actually reach and you can do some super yoga moves where you're like bent down and you can smell your own crotch fantastic but if you can't you can always rub your you know rub your hand on your genitals and sniff and check it out the more you do this the more you'll get used to it so you won't be so grossed out now if you do have like a disease where or if you have, you know, an infection, sorry, they're not sexually transmitted diseases anymore. They're sexually transmitted infections. If you have like an STI and your genitals smell like rotting fish corpses, then you probably need to go to the doctor. But if your genitals are an average genital with no disease uh, going on, then the chances are they smell quite lovely to your lover, and quite um, something that you can quite get used to, and not only get used to, you may actually enjoy it. You may find that you like to turn it into a perfume. As Miss Regina Thomas Hauer, who wrote Pussy a Reclamation, always tells the ladies to just stick your hand right down on your pussy. Put it up, use that as a little perfume, rub it on your neck, rub it around. Surprisingly, it's one of the best perfumes going, and it's free. You walk around with pussy juice all day long. Use it up, ladies. So that um, that scent of your body can actually induce orgasmic energy. So I'm not just going on a rant about how much I like to smell things. It's actually to allow you to get that this will trigger responses in your brain that will actually have you be able to have unexpected orgasms from things like scent, from Things like taste. So let's move on to taste because I love playing with the senses. And so remember, you can smell your way to orgasm. Yeah, you can. You can smell your way right into a climax. You can also smell your way into wanting to vomit, but that's, you know, just like we have these polarities. You could smell to the point of vomiting and like being totally revolted, or you can smell your way into extreme pleasure it's very strangely similar. They're just polar opposite ends of things. So now if you can smell your way to orgasm, can you taste your way to orgasm? Well, yes, you can. And, you know, people, some people actually say eating that, Oh, eating that food was so orgasmic and there have been studies again, there's studies on everything. Let's face it. Uh, Let me see if I can find the study on Eating and orgasms. I know that I had found something about that. I will have to find it again. Anyhow, there is uh, there are definitely people who are talking about having orgasms and uh, eating and like oh that food was so good. I just had an orgasm. Yes, you probably did. Now, why? Because the pleasure energy is rising. I can tell you right now, there are a few cakes in the world that even thinking about them makes my body just go, oh yeah. Like it relaxes into the pleasure and then the pleasure expands. So like one of my favorites, Dobosch tort is from Hungary. It's like one of the best. And then my other very favorite is Sahertort tort from Austria. Just thinking about those torts can make my body so freaking happy that And I can smell them in my memory and I can taste them in my memory, but I'd rather taste them in real life. And then just the whole experience of it has uh, my body feel incredibly delighted and pleasured. So those of you who are willing to can actually have an orgasm from pretty much anything and everything in existence. And how is that? It starts with willingness, getting that it's actually in your brain and allowing your body to perceive and receive all of that stuff that's going on. So all of the stuff that's going on from, you know, you uh, smelling an armpit of your lover that smells so awesome that it sends you off the rails where you just can't control yourself and you have to hump like a freaking rabbit that happens. That happens. It's happened to me. I know it goes on in life. And then we got the other senses of taste. And I bet there are people out there who, if you have a sense of smell, you generally have a sense of taste and they work quite well together. So you might have had stuff that you've smelt first, that's turned you on. And then your tongue just takes it another step further with textures and feeling a sensation in a different way Uh, i'm just thinking about torts right now but i'm also thinking about some amazing like smells of of uh pheromones that i've known in my life so that if you can allow yourself to receive from anybody and anything on any timeline from your whole life and even I mean, if you want to go extreme, even other lifetimes, I don't remember smells from other lifetimes, or do I? Maybe I do. Um, But smells from this lifetime, I can really tap into. And when I do, my body responds. There's also a smell that I remember when I was like 12 from Dominican Republic, that was a combination of candles that were lit uh, by matches, like old school matches with like sulfur smell so old school candles and then this certain it was like a certain kind of suntan lotion and together the smell of candles and suntan lotion was like freaking amazing for me i i remember smelling it in the hotel room when we got there when i was like 12 and i was just so my body was so turned on and it's it's weird because that's like 33 years ago, but my body distinctly and even as I talk about it, I can smell that smell again, my body remembers these things. And I know I'm not the only one. So for those of you who are looking to add different ways of adding pleasure into your life, sometimes the memories of smells will trigger that sometimes inviting new smells into your life that maybe you have never tried before will help that as well. Set up like a buffet of different smells to test. Uh, throw some coffee beans in the middle to kind of help you so that you're not uh, overwhelmed by scents because sniffing some coffee beans in the middle apparently helps. So, and they might turn you on too, because oh, smell of coffee is now I'm thinking about that too. I could just turn myself on all day on just thinking about different smells. That is what I'm aware of. And that is something that, you know, is awesome too we have other senses and body parts that we're going to talk about that are pretty rare and unusual. Um, So keeping in mind with sense is that, you know, that's just not the only way that your nose can receive like a sense of orgasmic energy rising, but some people actually have that when they blow their nose and they just get very feeling like happy that they can breathe like they've never breathed before. Um, You know, if you have if you have a really good sneeze, it doesn't mean you're going to have an orgasm, although there's been talk of that it's not actually accurate, though, that there might be a sense of satisfaction with like a mucus release. Why? Because we like mucus releasing. When we come, we release, you know, fluids out of our body. There's something like humans love something about releasing fluid. Well, not all humans. Some people are disgusted by fluids, but some people who aren't disgusted by fluids are probably like all fluids coming out of the body. So whether it's cum or whether it's mucus, doesn't really matter. It just feels good so that was maybe gross for some of you and that's okay we're actually going to be heading to the next commercial break so you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial
0: are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives what if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices Lean in now with Milica Jelanić, where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Jelanić, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
1: Interested in masturbating for money? Copulating for consciousness? And pleasuring on purpose?
0: This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Militza Jelanić. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send your questions or comments via email to info at milicajelanić.com Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we've been talking about the unexpected orgasm, places you'd never expect to have one, like in your senses, orgasms in your senses, orgasms in your brain, which is number 1. And we will talk about the other senses and so one of the other senses that you could definitely have an orgasm with is through sound, through hearing. Now, there are different ways uh to have an orgasm and one of them is through, you know, sometimes it's listening to certain music that just has you super turned on. Uh remember back in the day, say it was like 1998 or something and I was I've been to partying back in the day and one of the one night uh, we're in Toronto going out to a party and this Dave Matthews band had something playing on the radio I think and one of the girls in the cab just about lost like just about wet herself just listening to it kind of lost control of herself it was such a turn on to her she couldn't even help herself it was like fascinating because this is a person who is normally very self-controlled very self-contained and uh this just through her she couldn't control it so yeah dave matthews i could guess could do it to some people and it's particularly some music it's like everybody's got their thing some music just turns you on if it definitely, if it gets you moving and gets your, gets your hips, like kind of in the action flow of wanting to groove, the chances are it's turning you on because your body wants to move. So you're getting turned on. If you follow that flow, you may actually start to feel orgasmic everywhere because your brain is now hearing music that turns you on, that gets you going, that gets you motivated, that has you super turned on. Now there are or other things that your ears can do other than, you know, listening, your ears are amazing to that. Also like hearing sweet, nothing's hearing compliments that turn you on, or maybe even naughty talk, your body responding to hearing things like somebody saying, Oh, sweetie, your cock is so delicious. That is um, that could do it. You sexy hunk of meat. I just want to screw you. Like there's no tomorrow. Well, that might not do it. I'm, I'm not the best at those uh, but I'm trying. I'm trying. So, <laughs> so let's uh, like consider some fun things you might want to say to your lover in a way that makes you feel turned on by saying it, and has them feel turned on by hearing it. It's the hearing in the ear that actually has them turned on. So, not only about the hearing, there's also other things that we can have going on with our ears that can create orgasms, because you know. I actually have this really weird thing. I like, I'll just say this first. So I love, love sticking things in my own ear, but I do not love when other people do it. It Drives me crazy to have somebody like stick their tongue in my ear. Just, it's like the one no, no zone on my body. It is like, for me, it is like masturbation that is for me only. And only I can stick things in my ear. There are certain ways I like things stuck in my ear. Like I really love Q-tips in my ear, even though they say don't use them. I love them. And luckily for me, I have a husband who very much entertains me and all my quirks. So every once in a while, I just randomly walk around the house cleaning my ears. And he's like, oh, look at you. You're enjoying yourself so much. I'm like, you have no idea. He's like, yeah, I can see. I get kind of into an orgasmic zone when I clean my ears. It's, it's bizarre, I suppose, but it's an eargasm. I tell you people it's an eargasm and I can, I can actually relax my body doing it. I can feel very satisfied and happy. So yes, eargasms. I love sticking things in my ears, Just is funny that way. So hearing, we got our nose, we got our taste, we got our sight, so many things, especially they say men. Now, I don't know that this is actually accurate anymore, but they say that men are more visually turned on than women. I think we're crossing zones now where women get turned on by looks too, because I have to say, after watching Lucifer on Netflix, uh, I don't know who doesn't get turned on by Lucifer, damn or Outlander and, and watching um, Jamie on Outlander. It's like, seriously, people. there's uh, It's hard not to be turned on by the looks there. I, if only men get turned on by things that they see, then I guess I'm a man and I'm turned on by those men. So there you go. Just thinking about that makes me happy and brings back visuals to mind, which I really love. And then I just had a random thought that popped through, which was about uh, another... Another uh, Netflix special. I don't think it's on anymore, but it was about Rocco, Rocco Cifredi. He was a uh, he was a porn star, and the very beginning of the documentary is his beautiful penis on screen, and I believe he's just like masturbating under a shower. It's like it's like one of those things that you just keep in your mind as a backup for when you know you're like masturbating and you're like, I just need I just need a little help here. You just bring in Rocco Sofrati in the shower and life is good. Because every once in a while, variety is great, right? Buffets are popular because we like variety. And so, yeah, once in a while, got to bring in a little Rocco Sofrati and then I'm all good. But (laughs) it's funny. It's cute, but it's funny. So there are some bodies and I have to say visuals. The visuals are great too. Um, I particularly have a weird fascination for... um, I really love men's legs. It's weird, but I do. So um, really great calves on men are like a really great COCK. Like calves and penises are kind of on par for me. So if I can see really great calves, which I freaking love the summer and I love when men are walking around in shorts and I can see great calves. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. They might as well be naked. It's good. So I, I've got, I've got concurrent people. I've got my friend uh, who's producing me tonight, Christine. She concurs in the chat room. She agrees that uh, men's calves are freaking sexy. Women's too. I actually just love calves. Honestly, I love calf shapes. Like really great calf shapes are freaking awesome. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> so she's got great comments in the chat room. For those of you who want to see them, you can go on to. Choices networked out there. Mm. Caps, man, I am so distracting myself with orgasmic thoughts tonight. It's unreal. I think I'm going to like slightly explode later. And I've got like my father in law in the house. So awkward. But all right. So I'm going to like ramp my sexual energy up till my eyeballs explode. And then I get to like walk around sexually frustrated. And that's going to be fun. But maybe I'll just dream it out like I have been for the last five days, like orgasmic dreams out of nowhere. It's been wild and fascinating yay (laughs) that's what you get when you're tired and your body just wants to have orgasms it's just going to find a way you're going to sleep into them and that's what's going to happen so visuals your eyes what do your eyes see that turn you on what are you looking at your lover Mm, you can see things it's fun and then sometimes the turn on is to be blindfolded too. So the lack of not seeing can be also part of that whole orgasmic experience, the anticipation of not being able to see. So bring in some blindfolds for that. If you're wondering what the tips are, you need to listen to the whole show because I'm throwing them in left, right and center. So jump on these things. If you if you missed the scent one, it was all about putting out different scents uh, as a buffet to smell the sense of different bodies can you imagine oh this is like so orgasmic having like 20 bodies lined up you are blindfolded and you just get to sniff all of them oh sweet times think about that this just makes me so my body's so happy right now just thinking about that good stuff so the next uh, the, uh yeah so not distractions okay so my sight and and hearing and tasting and touch. Well, touch is the most common one. Um, of course, like stroking and touching your lover is a super common way to actually have an orgasm. but maybe we're talking about touching some unexpected places. Maybe we're talking about things like touching the perineum. What? Where's that? What are you talking about? Doesn't that rip when you have babies? That awkward pea spot, we actually all have a pea spot. Ladies, gents, we all have the P spot. For boys, for people who are, uh, how do we say it? You are signed sexually as a male when you are born. Then you have what we might call a taint. Taint here, taint there. It's not your, it's not your testicles, and it's not your anus. It's that space in between. Ladies, it's that spot between your anus and your vaginal opening. Sometimes rips when you're having babies. Yeah, that happens. So that's a little unexpected place that you could actually have an orgasm is your perineum. Now, how do you do that? A little rubbing is nice, you know, some stimulation. You can, you can just even rub with your thumb in like little circular motions. You can put a little pressure. Definitely communication on these things is all key. So ask your partner to communicate with you verbally. So on the receiving end, your job is to do a few things. Have your body be clean. That's always nice. Uh, Communicate and give feedback. Those are all really good things on the receiving end. On the giving end, your job is to ask, to gift, and then to explore and get curious and listen again and listen again so next we're there's so many chats going on in the chat room now there's like people talking about things that turn them on and legs and yes sailor we talked about the sexy calves of that i find sexy so yes if you're asking about that the answer is yes and um so one of the other comments is heavy breaths in the ears that one drives me nuts like i can't stand it but my uh, my friend loves it so Again, communication is key on that one. And if you don't like it, tell your tell your lover that if they're trying it because you don't want that happening forever if you don't like it. And if you do like it, give feedback and say, "Oh, this. I love this. Keep going." Feedback is great. Communication is key to all orgasms anyway because even that feedback goes to your So let's say if you're receiving the feedback, that feedback information is going to your brain. Your brain is registering that it's acknowledging, ah, this is good. we let, you know, this person likes this. I'm going to keep doing it. Has you feel satisfied that they feel satisfied, a little compersion going on a little feeling happy and satisfied because your lover's happy and satisfied. And that's all going on in the brain. So our brains are magical miracles. I am actually almost late for break. So I'm heading off to my last commercial break. Sorry about that guys. I got so carried away thinking about things that turned me on. So you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices and network. And we'll be right back after this commercial.
0: Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelanić. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815 880 talk That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at milicajelanić.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Well, welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we've been talking about unexpected orgasms, how to have them? Where are they? What are they? I don't know. They're so everywhere. They're so nowhere. They're so what if they're in your gym? Yes, you could even have orgasms during workout. What? Yes. So I'm talking not just about your physical senses of smell, touch, taste, scent, all those things, or your perineum, or getting right into the um, other spots like prostates, that's the other P spot, the perineum, but then the prostate so many different spots that we can be enjoying, not just that, but actual locations can turn people on D- different activities can turn people on. So maybe even for example, I- I'm just having a thought, like maybe even like a luxury hotel room with like the most beautiful fixtures, and the most beautiful feeling of, of different fabrics and just the luxury alone may turn your body on and have you feel orgasmic. That's possible. Maybe the most fantastically sexy high heels, you could just wear them and your body feels super sexified. I have a pair of boots that uh I don't walk very well in, but when I wear them my body is thrilled. So I just like to sit around in these super high boots randomly once in a while and feel super sexified by my super high they were designer boots that were given to me which was pretty sweet. So I love them and I think my body really enjoys I know my body really enjoys them. So I'm just going to keep going with that because why not? So your body is pretty magical. It has spots from your tip of your hair all the way down to your toes that are orgasmic. So if you are doing things like stimulating the perineum, remember to have a clean body. If you are doing things like, you know, licking an armpit, clean your body maybe in advance. You're still going to have hormones on there and pheromones. It's just to keep the bacteria down a little bit. That's all I'm saying. You might even have a thing for belly buttons. I like sticking my finger in belly buttons, but I don't really have a thing about like wanting to lick belly buttons or anything, but you might. So remember, clean it up and then go for it. It's all about exploration, people. Curiosity is so key. So remember to talk to your lover. Communication there is also key. Communication, curiosity, play, consistency, Lots of great sea words coming up tonight. We've got a lot of other great sea words too, I'm sure I shared earlier. So, you remember some of the things I mentioned is like create that beautiful scent, uh, you know, uh, buffet. You can create a beautiful taste buffet, different use your senses and explore them and see what really evokes senses of pleasure in your body. Oh, I'm just thinking about that makes me so happy. And then, touch the exploration of touch, different pressures, different areas, different things. Remember, if you are doing anal play and you're going for that prostate orgasm, that you want to make sure that you're working with a clean anus, that you're going slow, you're using lots of lube, and you're using a ton of communication tons like, hey, how does this feel? And you're also using patience with this. So if you're doing anything with the prostate, because we're talking about unusual, unexpected orgasms, and this one can be kind of an unexpected one for men, especially if they identify as being straight and they don't identify as somebody who even considers that their, that their prostate should be, you know, touched. they may be shy of their anus uh, or even anal sex that they kind of are like dismayed by it. So remember, keep it clean, keep it. Keep yourself patient, use lots of lube, lots of communication, because just through communication alone, your curiosity can expand and your curiosity can have your communication expand as well. And all of that will lead to unexpected orgasms. Our unexpected orgasms are the most fun because you don't expect them and you're like, whoa, well, I never tried that before. And that was delightful. So know your body because then you can also know if things really don't bo- like, you really don't like them. Like me having things shoved in my ear by other people don't like it. So no, know those things. So remember until next week, what are you going to do people? You got to stay what tuned in and turned on until next week. Talk to you then.
0: Thank you for listening to the pleasure zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich.